0: James earns millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. Welcome to Freedom Ocean. Now, jump on in. James Shremko, welcome back to the ocean. It's my pleasure, Timbo. Mate, since our last episode, which was about two hours ago from a recording point of view, we've had a lovely meal. We have of the lab in the co house. Nice steak, oh, nice sausages, steak. salad. You've introduced me to Black Ops, yep. shoot, a shoot 'em up game on the, uh, the PlayStation Network.
1: Mandatory strategy training.
0: Uh, right, exactly, exactly what it was. I was wondering what the blood on my helmet was. <laughs> uh, and uh, you beat me by one ball in the pool. Which? Oh, that was a. It was a close
1: match. It was wasn't a close it? match. It's not. It's not a good idea to thrash visitors on the first round, it can put them off Correct. future games. Correct.
0: Now, for our listeners who are wondering who are these two um, young men talking everything but what they should be, um, we are James Shramko and Tim Reed, and we're the hosts of Freedom Ocean, which is an internet marketing podcast that makes it incredibly simple. Just, it, it just simplifies the whole internet marketing world, doesn't it? I mean, anyone who listens to this pretty much goes on and makes a million dollars in, what would you say, a week?
1: <laughs> you must be referring to oh, the last <laughs> episode, we, we were conquering a few myths about how fast yeah. you can make money yeah. online. Yeah, it's not a million dollars in a week, it's, it's
0: two million dollars in two weeks, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> um, but uh, no, that's not true, we are here, James has got a million dollars, I've got a million questions and um, we are here to really, uh, well yeah, to lay bare what it is to be an internet marketer, what it takes, yep. what the opportunities are. And in fact, um, this episode, James, we are going to um, lay bare what the internet marketer's toolbox
1: looks like. Right, this should be interesting. I
0: reckon it will be. It'll be a bit of a break from what we've been doing, which is exploring business models and answering listener questions and exploring um, a whole lot of facets of internet marketing. But this is about like, what
1: you need. Well, I think a lot of people spend an enormous amount of time on the things that we'll talk about today. But usually it's not productive time.
0: Probably a bit of shiny object time.
1: Well, I think you mentioned something along that line, having just been uh, in acquisition of a new computer. Oh, look, if
0: only only this was a vodcast, people could see my beautiful new MacBook Pro, 15-inch, got all the goodies on it. But you know what, uh, and it was a very exciting build-up to the purchase, but now that I've got it and I had it for a couple of days, it's just another tool, mate. It's an important tool. It is. Just another tool.
1: That's, that's it. Uh, we, we generally, when we buy an iMac around here, it's usually just a whip down to the mall grab another computer. Yeah, and, and there it is. It, there's no ceremony <laughs> in it.
0: Well, it gets like that, particularly you know, for people in, in our job. I mean, this is a pretty fundamental tool. So, But what we're going to do in this episode, listeners, is we're going to break down what um, a typical internet marketer's toolbox should look like from the point of view of what should you have in your office, what should you have from a hardware point of view, a software point of view, and a couple of other areas that we might cover as well. So, um, And really, this is just born out of experience of what you and I have in our own little, well yours is, you call it the lab, Mine's, mine's the cave. (laughs) <laughs> I just named it that, so I'll have to remember that and uh, refer to it each time. But that's, you know, it's, it's the things. And, you know, we've both probably been guilty of buying stuff you just don't need. And the classic example are iPhone apps. You know, maybe because they're so cheap and there were so many of them, yeah, I'll buy that, I'll buy that. You don't use them.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't think I've bought too many things that I don't use. I'm probably more frugal on stuff now. Maybe a few years ago, I bought too many software items, um, especially things like e-cover creators. And, you know, then I realised, hang on, I shouldn't be even making e-covers. I'm nothing like a designer. This is this <laughs> yeah, is stupid. Yeah. So I, I uninstalled all this crap from my computer. Yep. Okay. Well,
0: why don't we bounce the ball and start talking about uh, what one should have in their office?
1: I think we should talk about the office itself, actually. Okay. When I started out online, I actually had a full-time job. So I would actually take my laptop from my computer cupboard, which was sort of near, you know, my shoes and stuff, and I would drag it out with a 20-meter cable to the dial-up connection. No, oh, the old dial-up. And I'd sit there on my couch trying to learn how to build a website while we are watching TV shows at night and it was pretty tough, so what I suggest people do is create an area where you can have your computer set up all the time, so a separate workspace. Since I had a separate workspace, which was I sort of went hardcore once when we moved house I actually took over one of the rooms as the office, and that made a huge mental difference to have the computer, the desk, and and eventually start building out the equipment in that space, that's the space I went to build my business. And my wife would come into the, the office, she'd open the door, she'd say, are we rich yet? And I'd say, no, not yet, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but I'm working on it. And uh, she'd say, well, you're spending an awful lot of time on the computer, I hope it's all going to work out for us. But over time... Nice little bit of pressure there by... Huge pressure, uh, and mostly pressure on myself. I just couldn't believe how hard it was. And over time, as we moved houses, we increased the space for our our computer thing. Until now, the central part of a housing decision for us is where's the lab going to be, and then the rest of the house falls around that. And that's why the lab always gets the best room in the house, because I spend a good portion of my time in the lab, and I want it to be a really effective workplace. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, interestingly enough, you, I would have said natural light's an important thing. Your lab, I mean, you've got one large window there, but um, not too concerned about the whole natural light?
1: Well, I'm, I'm not in my lab, you know, 10 hours a day. Mm. I'm outside a lot, mm. or I'm in other rooms with natural light, so it's, it's really not a concern. But I do have a very large natural light window during yeah. the day.
0: Natural light window being a, really a tautology.
1: <laughs> well, I think you could have windows. Versus an unnatural light window? You could have internal windows, like well, those could. lights. You could? Um, that, there's artificial light through that window. All right, all right. So, um, yeah, important to, uh, have a, to have a good... have a lo- fireplace in my lab. You do? That's nice.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't turn that on, though. You'd be asleep before you know it, or I would. <laughs> um, I, I also think, too, that um, if you can, don't have it in your bedroom and some people have to have it in the bedroom because there's no other space in the house and you have their working desk in their bedroom but i don't know i stopped taking work into the bedroom long ago because it just i don't know plays with your mind as to you got to switch there's got to be a kind of line somewhere in the house where you don't take it
1: yeah well that's it i, I used to have a desk in the bedroom oh it no. was hard yep. the biggest problem of course is partners spouses if, yep. if if you're if you're trying to do something and then it's bedtime Yep you know, the headphones go on, the yeah, computer that's right. lights, the light. it doesn't work. Tapping away on the keyboard. You better off to have a separate place, and I can tell you productivity will be enormously different. And when you go when you go fully professional and your business revolves around your lab, then then people will actually adjust around it. Yep. They'll work around the lab. The lab should be uh, considered the, the hub of the business. Yep.
0: Okay, let's talk about um, furniture within the lab, within your, within your office space. Let's call it the office space. And um, I am a big one uh, for a good chair. Yep. I, get, I get a terribly sore back. having spending, spending too much time, and I do think it's too much time, on, on the computer. Um, I, I've developed, believe it or not, I've developed bursitis in my, in my right shoulder simply because of the constant mouse work. I'm yet to find actually a really good mouse, an ergonomic mouse. I think the Apple Magic Mouse, which I use, is a great mouse, but um, the, the mouse itself, is, it's a very unnatural position for the human body. Because right. you're kind of suspending your arm just your, your arm and your hand just a little bit above the desk. And
1: well, I used to have those heavy wireless mouses, yep. and they were no good. I went to the really light Microsoft one. Yep. That's the only thing of Microsoft I like. Mm-hmm. They have a very light mouse with a cord, yeah. And I was using those up until someone gave me a magic mouse and the sideways scrollers yeah, scroll is just a, it, a... And they look good. It's a ga- well, they look
0: good, but, but the sideways scroll is very changer. easy.
1: I don't use a mouse mat or anything. No. Nah, they're all for lamps. It's, yep. it's those marketing people. Yeah, you got to watch them. Um, um, chair. Absolutely. It's fundamental. I noticed a huge difference when I threw out the $99 Officeworks leather chair that everyone gets with the arms and i went to did you go to the arms well Ooh. everyone you know everyone gets the hey the, big spender. Yeah. well you know you think you're the director in the leather fake leather chair yeah what well, my favorite chair is an armless proper office chair with a nice ergonomic design they're expensive when you consider the amount of time you're sitting in your office yep. it's one of the least expensive things you could ever get can i throw a brand name at you sure herman miller I thought you were going to say that. Did you? They're beautiful.
0: Well, they look good, but they're actually, from a support point of view, they're spot on. I've tried a few. I've tried the bloody Swiss ball and I've tried the, the ergonomic chair where you lean forward and... Do, do you know, the Herman Miller chair is a lovely chair and it'll last you forever and it's got a whole lot of good functionality about it. What I haven't tried and that my chiropractor has suggested, which I think is actually a really good idea. To so actually stand? Actually to raise your desk up to the level of standing. Um, and if you have to, you can actually buy these stools that just kind of allow you to lean back into them, not to sit on, but they kind of just support you if you wanted to stand and lean. Um, that's my next move.
1: We have a standing office here. Yeah, you do. And it's used heavily. Yeah. We've sort of set the house up with terminals around the house. that They're all wireless. They can all access Dropbox. Technically, you can work from pretty much any room in this house. Yep. Um, I do a lot of my work standing up with the whiteboard and uh, in the middle of the room. Yep. You know, I, li- I like to, to yep. map and strategize things. Yeah,
0: and, and having that separate to your working bench, your workbench, is, is important, just to yeah. give you the ability to move around. But standing, I just think, has got a lot of upside to it. I haven't tried it yet. It's been recommended to me. I've visited a couple of offices that are doing it and just the need because when you're standing you can't help but sort of move and shift around a bit and yeah I, I like the idea so when i do try i'll let you know
1: well so the chairs really important the probably the next thing along those lines is a spare computer monitor get get a large computer screen
0: so we're we talking uh, get a computer and have a second
1: screen yeah oh yeah second yeah. screen is is a phenomenal productivity improvement. It's, it's the
0: best productivity improvement outside of clearing my inbox that I think I've ever done. That second screen is unbelievable. I've seen
1: research results that say there's a 30% in, increase. Yeah, I would
0: have um, said more.
1: I've, I've actually started helping my team by external monitors for their laptop. So they go from 15 inch up to 22 or 24 inch and their productivity shoots up too. Yep. So it's it's a really good thing to do.
0: Yeah, it, it just it s- just completely saves having to toggle between whatever it is yeah, you're working on. Yeah, you can just on. drag
1: stuff across from one to the other. I yep. use dual twenty four inch monitors. Yep. And I think that is that's probably my favourite size setting, and I don't hesitate when I get a new computer to go and get the matching side whatever whatever looks good or works well with it. I use LED instead of LCD.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm using the Mac gear. But the dual screen, phenomenal.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I mean, you don't have to have a Mac, a second monitor as a Mac, but it's, it's, it's literally it's less than a couple of hundred dollars to, to to have that second screen. And I've got a twenty-two inch one,
1: and it's just fantastic. You can get good uh, Samsungs and LGs yep. and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, just you know, um, we haven't talked. We've gone straight to the second screen, James. We haven't talked about the primary screen, which clearly has to be a Mac. Doesn't have to be, but you know, I don't think we can go anywhere in the ocean without a Mac. You know, we can't mention the dark side. <laughs> so let's talk Mac. You know, if you're going to have, if you're going to have a desktop Mac, then you know, an iMac um, is is where you want to be. Um, and from a, a MacBook, you know, like yeah, it's great having a MacBook Pro. Lots more grunt goes. It goes. Choose through things like you know, when you're working with audio or video. But a simple MacBook. You know, we're not here to set you up with the ultimate office, just like what you need uh, to work efficiently as an internet marketer and a MacBook. You know, I did that for ages.
1: I I think the best bang for buck for someone starting out is just go and get an iMac. Just get a 27-inch iMac. It's got one cord. You plug Mm -hmm. it into the wall. It's got a huge screen. It looks great. It runs all your media. It is a fantastic machine. And that is all you need. That's, that's what I, if I just had, if I could only have one computer, just give me my 27-inch Would retirement. you really?
0: You wouldn't, you wouldn't actually go to the MacBook so at least you were mobile and could work from anywhere?
1: The, I have to have a MacBook because I travel overseas yep. and I speak, or yep. I used to speak. Uh, so when I go overseas, I'll take the MacBook. My MacBook has been all around the world. It's been to places like Egypt and uh, the Philippines and Dubai and London and U.S. It's a great traveling companion. So I guess if I could only have one, I'd have that. But I've run out of memory a long time ago with that mm-hmm. thing. It's not it's not powerful enough or big enough to do what I like to do with with video files and stuff. Yep. Because okay, I'm doing okay. a lot of product creation now, as anyone should be doing. And that's where the Macs are so useful.
0: mm Uh, Now, while we're on the topic of the office, before we leave the office, um, one thing you touched on, but we didn't really talk about, and I know you're a massive fan of them, whiteboards. Yeah. Whiteboards, more than one.
1: Yeah, they're great productivity tools because you can quickly get ideas out, just throw them down, like bullet points. For several of the Freedom Ocean episodes, you've mentioned to me a topic at the start of the recording Yep. And I've quickly jotted down five or six notes that I feel I want to cover. And at the end, I just wipe it off. It's a really mobile, analog, brainstorming tool. Yep. And I actually just take photos of the whiteboard when I put up a map or a strategy or a system. And then I store them in a folder called whiteboard. And I can share that with my team. So mm-hmm. if I want to do a new innovation with my team on a website build or... Um, map out a plan, I'll just put on a whiteboard and I can do it really fast, way faster than mind mapping software. Mm. It's just pull out the textures, draw it, make some changes, take a photo and then send it off or do a webinar around it. One of the
0: things um, I've done, I've, I've got whiteboards as you would buy from Officeworks, but I've also got, um, I went to Bunnings and bought, I can't remember what, it, it's, it's like a whiteboard, it's like a large sheet. Uh, it's like ply with a sort of whiteboard front on it, and I've covered um, a large part of one of my office walls with it. Nice. Yeah, it's great. A war room. A war room.
1: Well, I've got one of my... my uh, one whiteboard has got my entire event on it. It's got every single speaker, topic, time schedule, and I can just look at that one board, and I know exactly where I'm up to with my event planning, and I can remind myself who's there. and It's just more... Uh, physical than an electronic file sitting there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, something like the event planning, it's up top of mind, it's there, you look around, see it's there. And, it, and when I'm it's doing a great strategy
1: popper. or uh, tax planning or, or business things, to be able to just quickly draw up um, things and make calculations and stuff, it's, it's an essential element of my business, the whiteboard. Yeah.
0: Anything else in regards to office furniture before we get stuck into hardware? A actually, it's actually on a bit of hardware too, by I the way. I think you should
1: have a shredder. Do you? Oh yeah, you should shred every single envelope and and uh, ma- mailing material that is that is going into the trash, to save thieves coming and stealing your ID. Right. And knowing too much about you. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, you should shred anything. I don't have much paper in my office. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much electronic only, and that's a good thing. But I open my mail over the shredder, and then and then it will get activated. At, or um or shredded
0: well i notice your printer is way out in the carport yeah, so you don't it, you, I, mean, I don't print room. a lot
1: my printer is on top of my filing cabinet which is in another part of the house mm-hmm. and i don't want my filing cabinet in the room i go out to the filing cabinet if i want to file something mm. so I, I i just don't keep any papers on my desktop it's i can't imagine you filing things just computers and keyboards <laughs> <laughs> so um, we, we've covered Office and hardware.
0: The, only, the other things I'd add in terms of hardware, talked about MacBooks or iMac, second screen, um, just getting into um, some video stuff. Yep. I think, you know, for the, for the sake of the, the cost, um, I love a little video camera called the Sony Blogger, or Bloggy, I should say, Sony Bloggy. Um, there's, there's lots of different ones. You, I know you love the Zoom. Um, there's the Kodak Z18. I,
1: I use um, the Kodak ZI8 for most of my recording now.
0: Yeah, now I, I like that because it's got the external jack for, the, for a mic, for a plug-in yeah, lapel mic. and a huge mic. memory card. Yeah, well I think, I think they all have got decent sized memory, haven't they?
1: No, uh, flip cameras are only like one or two gig. The, really? The zi 8 has a 40 gig memory card so it's a great external flash drive when you're out and about. I like
0: the Sony Bloggy because you can flip the um, camera back onto you yep. and see yourself, and so you can make sure you're in frame. Right. You know, The others don't allow you to do that. Um, the, the screen's on the other side of the lens, um, and that's why I like it. The sound's great. You know, it's not as good as if you had, could plug in an external mic, but yeah, you know, for the sake of literally 150, less than 200 dollars, yeah, you it's have worthwhile
1: high definition filming yep. capability. Yep. I I really recommend an external microphone, Yep. and I'm using Sennheiser units for that, and that allows you a wireless microphone, a lapel mic, you put one part in your pocket and the other part on the camera, and you can now film with great sound and great picture, and you can, you know, you get a good quality thing feeding straight into the camera in real time. The other way to do it is to use a dictaphone or something and, mm. and match the tracks up, but they mm-hmm. somehow come out of sync.
0: Yeah, not cheap. The old external mics, They're particularly not cheap. the um, like what we're using here, which is a remote control lapel mic.
1: It's, it's it's one of the best things that I've invested in is um, good wireless lapel mics, same as you'd have in a church hall or a speaking venue. And they feed into the ones we're using for this podcast. Give us a stereo recording, and of course we can move around the lab wirelessly. And, uh, and well, we, we did get, one by the pool. <laughs> a few we did. Shows we ago. did do one outside <laughs> by the pool. <laughs> there you go. And it it goes into the uh, Mac with it via a USB port, which is great. Yep. So it's got a dual channel receiver and then a a um, audio box USB receiver. So it just goes into one USB thing. Yep. Now, if you combine some other bits and pieces like good quality lighting and a nice backdrop, you've got an in-house studio.
0: Now, remember, important to revisit, why are we talking audio, video, backdrops, and all those types of things? It's because, as an internet marketer, you should be creating good quality product. And um, we're not talking about high-end Hollywood production here either. But absolutely, uh, from my experience good quality audio is everything. Good quality video, uh, this will come out wrong, but it's secondary. I'm not saying do not good quality video, but people will tolerate, you know, camera shots that may have a bit of shake or a bit off out of frame or whatever, but it's hard to listen to something that's really poor quality. So, Well,
1: I think the, the advantage for someone really tapping into the internet marketing space get a good quality background, get good quality lights, get a reasonable little camera and have and a Mac because you can use Keynote and iMovie yep. and produce stuff with green screen straight out off the shelf. You can go down to a Mac store, spend, what, $1,700 or whatever, and you can make green screen film. And for a reasonably small budget... And I'm talking. I don't know if you add everything up, we're probably talking three or four thousand dollars. Oh, I reckon that's being well. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Not retail. think kit's probably five or six hundred bucks. The uh, camera's cameras two or three hundred dollars.
0: I think you've you, you overdone your budget on the sound. If you well, were to go yeah. and buy, you know, uh, wireless mics and things like that, seven hundred
1: dollars will get you a great wireless mic set.
0: What about your receiver? Uh, two hundred bucks. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm shopping at the wrong places.
1: Yeah, what, there's some um, good places to go, but but you, in any case, what a great business. Let's say $5,000, yep. you are getting top quality audio and video, yep. you're producing I mean, stuff.
0: You're a media mogul when you've got all that stuff. You are, you are, this
1: stuff cost hundreds of thousands of dollars in the old days, like yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah, absolutely. It would cost you a fortune. Absolutely. Anyone can produce stuff, uh, even Rebecca Black.
0: Rebecca you know. Black, now who's she? <laughs> Now, ha-ha, uh, hey, um, additional hardware, yeah.
1: I would Good add in... Good quality microphone. Good quality mic. Podcasting-style microphone yep. is going to get you great sound that... Uh, and if you want to go crazy... Here we go. Get a uh, pop shield. Oh, you love your pop shield. I love my pop shield. It stops the t and the P. Yep. Get a shock mount. Shock which mount. Which is the little suspension yep. thing. Yep. And get a swing arm. All right. You get those three things. You're showing it, You're showing off now. Well, it's not expensive, <laughs> and you get that, combine that with your good screen casting type recordings, yep. people will notice. I had l- yeah. numerous comments uh, from Traffic Grab saying great quality sound. Certainly a point of difference. Yes. You notice it significantly. A lot of people are recording products talking to the microphones on their laptops.
0: Well, you know what, here they are, and may they continue doing it as opposed to not doing it at all, you know? May they
1: continue doing it while they're competing with me because uh, they're making me look good. <laughs> but seriously, um, if I can't hear the sound, if it's that scratchy and distorted, it's very yeah, frustrating. Yeah, absolutely.
0: yeah, yeah, I the, agree the with that. The
1: bare minimum is spend 35 bucks and get a headset with USB okay, well, and microphone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Get a headset. That was one I was going to add. In fact, get a get a headset that's... Skype friendly, so it's got a built in microphone. Um because yeah. that that's handy. So um Logitech
1: do, or Plantronics.
0: Yep. Yeah, nice one like that. Um, my boys are into skull candy. Have you heard of those? Skull candy. Sounds awesome. I know, doesn't it? I don't know whether they'd have the same, you know, high end what is it called? I don't know if the technophiles
1: will be into the Sky. I did candy, all my products with the Logitech headset, yeah, pretty and good. it was fine. Yep. but I do notice a difference going up a level. With you know, a lot of people talk about snowballs and yeah, snowballs and all
0: that. Blue, I think is blue, another one.
1: Blue, something. Yeah, or other.
0: yeah. Um, Skype headset. Last bit of um, hardware that I'd like to add is a Zoom H2. Now, a Zoom H2 is just an exter- is it just a uh, mobile recording device. Um, you can. Screw and a little handle looks like a microphone, um, and I've used it a lot for podcasting on the run. Um, I remember one podcast I did with uh, uh, Sir Ed, is Sir Doctor Edward Bono? Is it Doctor Edward Bono? De Bono, get the name right. De Bono, you know who I mean. Yeah. And um, I had the opportunity to interview him. I was I was speaking at the same conference as he was, and we were sitting down in the lounge, and I happened to be sitting next to him. And he was sitting there by himself with his assistant, not doing anything, looking bored, and I ran back to my car. I said, do you mind if I you know, I host this podcast called Small Business Big Marketing? I said, I'd love to interview you about how you would help small business owners think innovatively. Do you mind if I do that? And he said, yeah, no worries. We didn't say no worries. He said, yes, that would be an absolute pleasure. And um, I, my car was a kilometre away, and I have bolted down to my car, grabbed the Zoom out, which is this little recording device, Race back down and uh, one thing led to another and i ended up being uh, interviewing edward de, uh, de bono yeah and uh that sits I'll, I'll put the link to that interview in the show notes it was actually it was a bit of a letdown i was glad i did it but uh i didn't get the quality of information that i was hoping but i got the interview nonetheless nice yeah and that was all thanks to the zoom which I could have done on my iPhone these days with yeah, a nice they have little, good,
1: pretty good sound. They do
0: for a nineteen, you can buy iTalk, which it's is a also great a good app.
1: Add, I've got a really, really good quality Olympus dictaphone thing. Yeah, you have. We used that yep. with uh, we got two lapel mics yep. into a Y thing. It's, you know two two into one. Yep. We put it into that, and the sound quality was great. Yep. It exports as MP3, very good. light. It was really cheap. Someone gave it to me as a gift. Mm-hmm. Can we just go for the little extra, extra trimmings for the lab that I think... Oh, all right. Just these, these are
0: the... All right, these are the, you don't have to have those ones, have, but...
1: But I recommend you get a footstool for your feet because mm-hmm. that's the other part of having a good chair, to keep your feet in the right position. I recommend you get a reading chair and light and little side bookshelf there just to, to get away from the desk so they can sit in a nice comfy chair and and grab a book, or if you're one of these Kindle readers or whatever, go for it, and where you can be away from the desk and away from the computer and the radiation and just, just read. Yeah. And I actually have mine facing the whiteboard so I can jump up and go and make notes here and there as I'm reading. And uh, I end up with a, a nice sort of workflow there. Uh, the other thing I think is, is a great asset is some really good quality uh, uh, headphones, listening headphones. Listening headphones. You know, like, like the ones you find in a music store. Yep. I like to put those on and and just listen to music when I'm in a productivity mode, uh, especially after hours, you know, if it's getting late, if the kids are asleep. During the day though, I just crank up the both sound system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and it, in, if you are creating information products or watching a lot of video or DVDs or training good quality sound Amplifier is going to make it a better experience for you and more enjoyable. So I really like turning up the the videos and especially when my, my team make movie trailers and things. I like to hear the the sound as it, as it could be heard.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, there are are a good, couple of good little extra add-ons. Absolutely, you Played might be able podcasts, to yep. you might be able to do you, you don't you might not need two sets of headphones. You could probably get away with one set that do both. But yep, I'll give you. Those. I haven't
1: found a really good head. Headphones that have a microphone attached. Yet okay,
0: all right. Um, Now I'm going to. What we're going to do, James. This is going to be a two-part episode.
1: Right. All right. Oh, this is new. It is. It
0: is. It's just a little bit of experimentation. But um, before we do head off uh, for the end of this episode, um, we will cover software in the next episode. Mm. So all the bits of bits and pieces that we have in our internet marketer's toolbox in terms of software, but Let's cover eyewear. Right. We're surrounded by screens. We're looking, you know, we're looking into them all day and all night. Some of us. Um, and you have a great pair of, um, of glasses. They're gamers glasses, aren't they? They
1: are. They're ga- gamers glasses. And they're called? Gunner. Gunner. Yeah. How do you spell that? Uh G U N N A R. Okay.
0: And they are sort of, they have a yellow kind of tinge happening mm, there. They're and
1: like those shooting glasses. Yep. So they um, reduce the radiation from the screen and, and the glare. They're good when you're in product creation mode. So for me to actually go into product creation mode, I actually have to build up my time on the computer. I might do 6, 8, 10, 12 hours in a day when I'm right in the middle of creating a, a product. There's a lot of f- filming and editing, and producing, and I will put the glasses on if, if my eyes are sore or tired.
0: They make a massive difference. I've huge, now. yeah, yeah. I haven't got a pair of gunners, but I've got a pair of um, the Polaroid lenses that I use because in actually my my um, office I do have a large window that I look out from, uh, and it can be quite glary, and so between the screens and the window, um, these glasses are a saver, saviour, yeah. Mate, I reckon that's enough uh, for the first part one of this, of this um, two-part episode about the Internet Marketers Toolbox. I would encourage our listeners to um, go and register at freedommotion.com because they are going to receive... Uh, they're going to be the first to know when a new episode comes out, going to get the transcript of every episode. This would be a great episode to
1: get a transcript of. It would be effectively a, a, a shopping, shopping list, list, wouldn't it? Well, you know, we did miss some things that I that we should mention. You can save them. You can save oh, them. but they're hardware. They're well, office things. James? It's not software. That's, I know. You
0: are, you attempt, you're You me out the tide. There's three appetite. things. There's three things I I'm know, thinking. I know, but there'll be a fourth and a fifth, and we have got a lot of software bits and bobs to cover What in, if I in, do in it in like, like
1: a, a quick tips, bang, bang, bang? <laughs> uh,
0: I, I can't allow it. I know the listeners—they're screaming down and just going, "Let him in!" I'm now
1: thinking of all the little things that made. Well, I want you
0: to—I want you to—we're going to stop here, and I want you to um, to capture them because that'll make part two. Yeah, we can do a recap. We can. So, mate, until then, it's been an absolute pleasure swimming in the freedom ocean. I had a thought, by the way. This could—we could sort of start to call this, you know, Ocean, Ocean 15, Ocean 16, sort of George Clooney, Brad Pitt type stuff. Well, neither, not gonna...
1: neither of those are people I really look up to. No,
0: okay, we'll leave
1: that one. I don't get the George Clooney thing at all. No, mm. not even the slightest. Yeah, I've never other been guys a big fan. the other guys are what? Midget.
0: <laughs> Hello to all you midgets. Yeah. Um. We'll leave it there. Okay. Until next time. All right. See you, mate. See ya.